0: Hey, Dr. Mike here, you know, if you're an athlete or a weekend warrior, or maybe you just like a little bit of physical activity, stay tuned to learn the best nutrients to keep you fit and active. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish." So Dr. Crystal. Yes. Well, you heard my teaser, right?: I did. Where do you fall in in that?
1: I am a weekend warrior. However, you know, I googled that phrase because I started thinking, what does that really mean? I work out not just on the weekends, though, but I'm I'm active, but I wouldn't call myself an athlete. So the weekend warrior is that person who. Who works out, who likes to enjoy, you know, physical activity two, three times a week, maybe they're on So it
0: not doesn't ju- just have to be the weekend. Right. Yeah.
1: But they're not like two a days, they're not yeah. participating See, in like an official athletic sport like soccer yeah. or martial arts or anything I'm like that.
0: I'm c- just I'm just consistent. Throughout mm-hmm. the week, on the weekend doesn't matter. I, I, I enjoy golf and I enjoy walking my dog. You know, we walk in the morning for 45 minutes.
1: So maybe you are That's a weekend warrior.
0: No, I do it all the time. Doesn't matter the weekend. <laughs> Come on now.
1: Dr. Mike, so weekend warriors out there, you are a weekend warrior if you <laughs> engage in physical activity more than well, just listen, like the leisure listen, walk. I we, mean, you're you're exerting yourself. We, ha-
0: we have a guest.
1: Yes, and maybe she can clear it she's up gonna, She's going to
0: figure, because obviously you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she's going to figure all of this out today. Her name is Shannon O'Grady. She holds her PhD in nutritional physiology and is amazingly well-versed in all things nutrition in the body. She's an athlete. Mm-hmm. Also, she's the chief product officer of Gnarly. I like that. Gnarly, Gnarly. Nutrition. It moves me back to like the 80s. Gnarly. Gnarly <laughs> Nutrition, a premium <laughs> nutrition company that makes clean supplements for athletes in sustainable packaging. Dr. O'Grady, welcome to the show.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Um yes, I definitely have an opinion on your discussion We Yeah, well, please <laughs> do because
0: we're you know, we don't know what we're doing.
1: Clear it up for us,
0: please.
2: <laughs> in my opinion, humble opinion, you're all athletes. The definition of an athlete is someone who
0: well, that makes me feel gets
2: weird. outside <laughs> exercises on a regular basis, not just because they're driven towards an athletic goal or because they're pushing performance but because they want to move their body um and uh, most athletes are weekend warriors just because we have more time right we're busy during the week Mm -hmm. we have less time to exercise how
0: simple that was dr crystal
2: i really like the idea that anyone can be an athlete and it's just
1: that's
0: good i like that too. let
1: me tell you that just just gave me a confidence boost
0: yeah i know you so um you're reviewing your stuff um, you, you are an athlete yourself. You've done it. Like what, what have you like if, cause I know you've done seen things more professionally, right? When it comes to sports and stuff, what, what have you done?
2: Um, I've done a, a yeah, I mean, I, am all over the place. I started as a runner, was always a runner in high school, um, got into marathons, got into ultra distance running and mountain biking, dabbled in Ironman, um, Ooh, just Ooh. a little bit all over the place. And then about six years ago, um, a friend convinced me to try jujitsu, uh, which is um, a martial art that is somewhat similar to wrestling. Um, I think that's Man. the best way to, to explain it to folks that might not be aware um, of how it differs from other martial arts. And I was hooked. I love it. Um, it's great self-defense. It's great for women. It's a great community. It's empowering. That's a, lo- that's a lot of
0: work. Yeah, I mean, I I, I've seen run. some of those I, matches. Um, that's a lot of work. <laughs>
2: yeah, I live in the mountains, so I love to get outside. But yeah. um, jujitsu is kind of my my passion, and that's what yeah. uh, you know keeps me going as far as athletics as athletics go.
1: So, why did you choose nutritional physiology versus exercise physiology? Because you often find in school, the athletes kind of gravitate towards that that field.
2: That's a great question, Crystal. Um, so. I started my um, doctorate in not in human physiology or how it relates to sports. I started my doctorate looking at um, in ecology, looking at how animals that choose animal matter or plant matter, the physiological and morphological or or actual physical um, changes in their gut that needs to occur for them to digest one or the other and where you see kind of that divide across um, different animal species Um, it was when i started doing postgraduate work that that translated more into humans and um, water metabolism and nutrient metabolism so um, my doctorate is in nutritional physiology but not specific to sports or or humans
0: Mm.
1: so take us on the journey on what you consider to be the best nutrition habits or n- nutritional components for athletes, which that's all okay. of us, Dr. Mike. Well, <laughs> all of us.
0: Using that term loosely, <laughs> sure.
2: So, I mean, it, I think given how hot it is pretty much everywhere right now, um, hydration is the first thing I want to yeah. talk about. Good. A lot of people think about, you know, oh, athletics and hydration, that means you're Gatorade while, while you're exercising and then neglect hydrating throughout the day. But with any kind of exercise we do, we don't really want to start in a deficit. And that deficit mm. could be a nutritional deficit. It could also be a hydration deficit. So making sure you're hydrating throughout the day so that when you do exercise, you're starting hydrated and not dehydrated is really important, good. not just for how you perform, but also for reducing the risk that you're going to be injured. Um, I think that in that same kind of, thinking or or line of thought, making sure that you're fueled. So you're consuming high quality, complex carbohydrates throughout the day from fruits and vegetables and whole grains, and then making sure you're getting high quality protein periodically, because that protein is going to give your body the amino acids it needs both to build muscle, but also to repair the muscle um, from damage that occurred during exercise. So it's really simple, but I think when people think exercise or nutrition for athletics, they're thinking in this kind of very specific acute time period when they're exercising, mm-hmm. but it's really the nutrition throughout the day that That's plays into in how we perform and how we recover.
1: Now, the two things that stood out uh, related to protein. So you mentioned high quality protein and you mentioned periodically. And i th- that stood out to me because many people who consider themselves to be athletes. Uh, it's all about protein all the time. It's like, I have have to have protein <laughs> every meal, let's load up on protein. Um, and so I want you, if you can just kind of touch on that protein requirements, but also what would you consider to be a high quality protein?
2: Sure, I think that's a great question. I'd also like to point out, right? Protein's added to everything now, right? It's cereal, pres- protein you can get your oatmeal plus protein so it it's is true. Kind there's, of- a whole,
0: there's a whole and, and where I go shopping there's like a new there's like an aisle now mm-hmm. that's f- foods oh. that are fortified well, with pro- high protein I have
1: to tell you and maybe you can correct me I'm I'm on the protein bandwagon. I'm buying everything with the protein. The oatmeal with extra protein. Even my current my milk now has protein right on the front. Doctor
0: (laughs) O'Grady, something you got to know about Doctor Crystal, she jumps on every bandwagon, (laughs) and usually pretty quickly jumps off.
2: (laughs) I don't think that's a bad bandwagon to jump on, and we can talk about bandwagons later on because there are definitely good ones and bad ones. I think. the important thing to remember as far as protein is that um, it's not a fuel. So, you know, we are taking Mm. protein to support muscle recovery and building new muscle, but protein should never replace like carbohydrates in your diet for fueling exercise. Mm, But the reason why we want to get in protein consistently throughout the day is because it keeps amino acids. Those are kind of the building blocks of protein. It keeps those essential amino acids, which are the ones we have to get from our diet that we can't make on our own. keeps those high in our body, um, which helps with muscle protein synthesis or building muscle and also helps with repair, recovering from exercise. Dr. Crystal, you asked what a high quality protein is, and mm-hmm. really it's how we digest that protein, whether or not we see all of the essential amino acids that are in the protein, whether or not we absorb all of them, mm-hmm. that's part of um, measuring protein quality, the amount of the protein that it that is made up of those essential amino acids. And then also there's a subclass of essential amino acids called branch chain amino acids. And those are particularly important for athletes who means for me means everyone that that exercises because those are the amino acids that actually kind of turn on the light switch for muscle protein synthesis. And then your body uses all of the essential amino acids to build muscle. So we want to get doses of protein throughout the day so that those processes are continually going on, right? As opposed Mm -hmm. to having a ton of protein at breakfast and a ton of protein at, 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 um, in the evening at dinner and then neglecting it. Um, so typically what I try to tell people is kind of what you said, like trying to get a little bit of protein in every meal or every snack. And for some people that might be drawn towards foods that are high in protein, that might be easier said than done. Um, or I mean, easier, easier done than said, mm-hmm. um, for those that might not, move towards foods that are high in protein starting small and being mindful of what you choose maybe your snack includes some string cheese this time or maybe it includes some beef jerky or um you know some hummus that also has protein in it Mm -hmm. just slowly adding in healthy sources of protein is a is a great way to make uh meaningful changes
0: Can, can i just how about how about i just do some supplements Like I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, can I just do some branched chain amino acid powder or creatine? I mean, what what do you think about that? Like, or where does that fall in for you? The the supplement. I think that's
2: that's a great question too. Um, We're all busy, right? Life gets in the way sometimes of our best intentions as far as food goes. A protein powder can be a great way to add whole protein to your diet, Um, whether you're using it as a snack or you're using it post. A workout to to really help with recovery. Branched chain amino acids can be super helpful. I think there's a misconception of how to use them. So branched chain amino acids should never replace protein in your diet. They should never be what you take after exercise. Where BCAAs can be really helpful. As we age, it's harder to get in the amount of For protein sure. yeah. we need because we actually need more protein to turn on those you know muscle building pathways. Mm-hmm. So BCAAs can be helpful there. They can be helpful if you're a vegan and maybe solely rely on plant-based protein, which tends to be a little lower in BCAAs. Um, They can be helpful if you do fasted training, but they should really be used before you train, because having them in your body while you're exercising helps reduce the degree to which we experience muscle protein breakdown, which leads to soreness. So I generally recommend people sandwich their training between BCAAs, if it makes sense for them, and then whole protein after, because with the whole protein you get the BCAAs that are just, you're choosing high quality protein like whey, that are right. just inherently in the protein. But then you mm-hmm. also get those all those essential amino acids that we really need to build the muscle. So if you were only taking BCAAs, you'd kind of be missing that second half of the equation.
1: Now, how does these uh, or how do the suggestions vary for men versus women? Like, are there differences, different considerations with from a nutritional perspective? And is from a um just a general perspective when you're looking at working out, being uh active and fit.
2: Yeah, it's a great question, Crystal. So, um there's definitely a difference. Um I think Dr. Stacy Sims, who's an exercise physiologist, has done a lot of work on this and brought a lot of um a lot of time and energy um, and people's attention to this issue. So, of course, we're going to see uh, hormonal differences between men and women. And then within that class, we see, you know, of course, fluctuations in hormones with women during the menstrual cycle. And those fluctuations in hormones, depending on what hormone is high at different phases in the cycle, changes what energy, Um, women use or tap into for exercise. So um, in the follicular phase, which is after menstruation, we tend to really store um, carbohydrates, use more carbohydrates, Whereas in the luteal phase, which is right before menstruation, that's really when we're using more fats and also when our bodies um, start breaking down muscle to use for energy. And so what you focus on in those phases can really help how you feel and how you perform. So maybe in the luteal phase, to make up for that protein breakdown, you're really trying and emphasizing um, protein in your diet, but then potentially in the follicular phase, where we're storing more um, or using more carbohydrates for energy, that's when we want to focus on high quality carbs. You're gonna
0: energy. you're gonna do all this now, aren't you, Doctor? Oh, that, look, I've, she, she's she's writing all this. You're gonna do this. I
1: am. <laughs> but here's what I'm thinking. I think we need to have. I think we need to have you back. I we need to dig deeper on this topic. It's very. Dr. Mike. It, it is.
0: It's definitely very interesting. You're listening to Doctor Shannon O'Grady an expert in nutritional physiology, and the chief product officer of Gnarly Nutrition. You know, again, Dr. O'Grady, we can go on and on and on. I, I think, you know, how would you summarize all this up? Like, uh, w- what would you like our listeners to know overall about exercise and nutrition?
2: Sure. I'd say, I mean, I was going to say this for females specifically, but I'd, I'd say it applies to men as well. You know, we get in this habit where exercise is equated with weight loss and i think we need to get away from that um, mindset i think we need to think of exercise as a way to make our bodies stronger Mm -hmm. to feel better about our bodies and to do that you really need fuel you need high quality fuel so we need to feed ourselves to really exercise at our best and i think when we do that when we move more and we feel good we start feeling better about who we are and how we look and that changes how we carry ourselves. So I really want to change the conversation from this idea of weight loss and energy deficit and feeling bad about how we look to more of a conversation about empowerment and movement and health.
0: We're definitely aligned with that. Yeah, for feel- sure. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. Thank you for coming on today, Dr. O'Grady. We really appreciate your time. Where can our listeners learn a little bit more about you and Gnarly Nutrition? Uh,
2: yeah, you can go to gonarly.com, so G-O-G-N-A-R-L-Y.com. Um, find you know all of the supplements we, we have there. We're NSF and NSF for sports certified, which means that um, all of our supplements are tested for label claims and contaminants. Um, and then we have great blog articles on everything from mindful eating to you know really feeling good about how you look and and um, what you know your nutritional choices are. We have uh, some articles on um, female-specific nutrition um, and you know all the supplements in our line as well. It's it's a wealth of knowledge. So go there, explore the blog, find something you're interested in, and you can always email me at Shannon at gonarly.com and I'm happy to answer any questions folks may have.
0: You're listening to Live Foreverish. Don't forget, you can go to liveforeverish.com. When you go there, there's going to be a ton of other podcasts that you can download and listen and learn. When you do that, do, do us a favor like, share. comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a show, right, Dr. Christopher? That's right. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.